night, everyone. Here we are, Saturday night. You know, quite the quite the event just happened for you. And here I am checking in on the Joseph Wilcox Hopes and Dreams Hotline with the one and only Joseph Wilcox. How's it going, man? Hopeful as ever, man. I got hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't last yeah. week, but uh, you know what? When BYU went independent, this these. <laughs> Moments like this are what I was waiting for. You know, going to Tennessee, yeah. going to Knoxville, beating them in double overtime. That's what it's yeah. about. Yeah. Who had that? Let's see. Who? I'm sorry, I'm walking by the freeway for the next little, little like, half block. But who, when they had like the Hail Mary guy, I can't even think of what his name is, the guy that got benched last year. Who was his big Hail Mary against? The first time when it was back east. You're, you're asking who caught the ball? No, who threw it? Who was against? The first one. The last Hail Mary. Was it, that was, was it Nebraska? Yeah, that was okay. It's like the, the famous one was Tanner Mangum in Nebraska. But That's then he did it against, yeah. He also did it against Boise too though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the big one was against Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah, that was, that was Tanner Mangum's very first game, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But he yeah. had he also had one against Boise and uh it wasn't a Hail Mary against I think it was UC I think it was UCLA. It wasn't a Hail Mary, but he, you know, he he did have a last-minute win against them. I think with like a minute 30 left. So, yeah, he had huh. he had quite a few of them in the beginning. Yeah, this one was up there. Yeah, yeah, it was an interesting game. You know, was about totally, totally blew it. Totally blew it. <laughs> um, I they did. I, they, I did stop. <laughs> I that guy after the game, yeah. Boy, that Tennessee guy. He, go ahead, go ahead. That Tennessee guy, yeah, he, he blew his assignment. I'm sure he's uh, I'm sure he's he's kicking himself pretty bad right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a bunch of blowing stuff on that because he got out of the box and, and let it rip. But but yeah, I saw a set that the ESPN um like projected finish or whatever thing had Tennessee had. 99.91% likely to win with 17 <laughs> seconds left. And it's just like, no freaking way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I would have, if they give me those odds, I would have taken it. I mean, I knew those odds weren't good, but I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've seen hey, BYU yeah. pull, pull, off, pull off like that. I, mean, I would have taken those odds. No, that's the that's the frustrating thing is it feels like you know, you get get the wins like that and then they'll be like Utah will come out and just shoot themselves in the foot like fifteen times and then lose by one or something like that. So you know, Yeah, well really, you know, BYU really. they're they're pretty good at losing heartbreakers too. You know, not to like <laughs> one up you or anything. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean yeah, last week was, was quite the quite the event, so I guess it's a good bounce back for this BYU. But yeah, that was, yeah. I would say it was a, you know, kind of a non-event, you know. I, I think we talked about it now. <laughs> next topic. What's the next topic? <laughs> well, I was going to lead right into the next topic, Joe. Who are you going to pick up right here on your last last waiver move of the day? I haven't decided yet. You know, I've been uh, pretty high on the running backs, if you couldn't tell. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's not there's not a running back on the wire right now that's worth picking up. I mean, I don't know. There's, not, there's one. There's one I looked at. There's one that I looked at that might be worth the gamble. Yeah. This also happens to be a top five running back of all time, 
arguably. Well, okay. I mean, he, he's not, he, I, I can't get him on wa- waiver. He, he's a waiver until next Wednesday. Oh. So oh, he's stuck. That was it. Huh. I mean, if it wasn't <laughs> yeah, a waiver, then he got nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So <laughs> guys that are owned in at least 1%, there's seven of them. And of those seven, five of them are either injured or not on a team. <laughs> so if I want a guy that's not injured or on a team, my choices are Benny Snell Jr. or Darren Sproles. Nice. Nice. Darren Sproles is a legend. He'll be a starter by the end of the year. It's fake. Nah. Always nah, is. I don't know. Always we'll, is. we'll see why, son. Hey. I, Hey, he was like, he, he started he started for the league champion last year down the stretch. All right, just remember that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll no. see. Yeah, but anyway, here we are. Here we are, Joe. You know, and I was thinking about it this morning. You know, here I don't know if you listened to the last podcast that we talked about, you know, making taking the league more seriously and get it back up to the the league that we all want it to be and have touted it as the greatest fantasy league known to man, you know. Yeah, and I was sitting there thinking, I was like, oh man, here we are in week one. I haven't even done a podcast on a league specific podcast, you know. So I'm like, it's like, all right, yeah, so we're already starting off on the wrong foot again. But it worked out perfectly because today has been the craziest fantasy day, arguably, of the whole offseason, you know, <laughs> like as far as, far as what, what, is it, what just happened. And it is the perfect time to talk about it, you know. The game starts tomorrow, probably gonna make it tough to listen to this, but. Yeah, holy freak, Antonio Brown, that was crazy. And then it's just like Sands and Randy Moss, and I don't know if you remember this. I remember this because I was the one that picked Randy Moss the year that he got moved to the Patriots, which was the first year of the white running back fantasy football Premier League. And so going full circle, this is just exactly how the league started as we're trying to, like, rebirth the league into what it was before, you know. So now all we yeah. need to do is have, like, some massive, massive, you know, trade raping happen to get somebody kicked out and – <laughs> and whoever has whoever has Antonio Brown at the end of the year is inevitably going to win. The, well, the uh, is narrow. Congrats. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. I mean, yeah, it'd be even better <laughs> if I had him, but you know, yeah. Uh, too bad he was going to cost me one. And honestly, I I still don't think you know with the Patriots. I mean, they're going to spread yeah, that ball well, around. That's that's going to be tough. I I, yeah, I don't well, think it's going. He's not going to return second-round value, I don't think. But. Oh, no, I don't think so. Not with Josh Gordon there, but, but who knows? Who knows? But, um, but yeah, so I was, you know, have the league sources were venting about some people in the league, specifically one person who auto-drafted their defense and has yet to do anything about it. And, you know, that individual also happens to have Antonio Brown, which is ironic because I know that, like, over the last 48 hours, when all the drama started to come out, there were a couple, like, I just saw online that was, like, recommended to try and get rid of Antonio Brown for anything you can get, you know, that it wasn't, it was likely it was going to be suspended, and they were looking to get him out of his contract, and the way they were going to do it was going to put him on an exempt list so he wouldn't be able to play all year, no matter what, you know, and then, it, uh, then anyway, lots of back and forth, lots of cheap deals. I know that I personally offered Paul Richardson for Antonio Brown. Jay said no, because somebody offered him Tyler Lockett, I'll let you do some sleuthing to figure out who that was. And those are the two deals that I know of. But at the end of the day, I mean, as in like two hours later, it worked out that, that he definitely 
needed to just squat on that and he's going to walk away better than, than what he would have got in that little time frame right there. So just crazy, just a crazy little, that's like NBA level crazy of what just happened, you know? I would have pulled hilarious. the trigger on that for Tyler Lockett. Oh, yeah, yeah. Heck, I still might yeah. pull the trigger on that if I was him. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was quite the deal. So we'll see what Jace does. But, yeah, I mean, one thing's for sure, he's not going to play tomorrow, but which hurt less sucks. But he's got him. Oh, lucky. That's quite the step up, you know, from the usual trades I'm used to getting from Riches. Let me, you know, trade you three guys on my bench that I don't care about for uh, your star. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, yep. Right. Yep, pretty much. As I'm doing you a favor, yeah, yeah. So I already got one of those from Richards. Don't need to go into details now, but yeah, they've already been started to be thrown around. Just FYI. So. I haven't gotten one of those yet. I'm waiting for it though. So, yeah, there. He's on the prowl. But anyway, anyway, I guess we'll dive in. I guess we'll. we'll uh, do you have any any pre-week one stuff? So do you have anything you want to say to the league, Joe? Let's go to the last podcast. Going into the year as a, as a commissioner's message, All right here. Oh, I hadn't I hadn't thought about this uh, stuff to get out to the league. Um, let's see, uh, Landon Maxwell, if you're listening, you still owe me money. Uh, Freaking Maxwell. Maxwell, <laughs> you're you're the last holdout. I I even got paid from Preston, who uh, you know gave me some nice loving words in his payment memo <laughs> about how much he <laughs> how much he loves to be part of this league, how much he loves the fact that we you know. Play for money now. Because <laughs> 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 is now no longer in debt. So nice. I don't know. Wait, this is this is unprecedented. We don't have a rule for this about you know what happens if uh, you know nobody, nobody pays. So I'm gonna have to like just come up with some executive action here. Yeah, so well, you know, I know. Well, I guess Taysom Hill is, is free free reign now. You know, you could you could force them into into. The starting QB slots for until the payment is made. That'd be fun. You know? That'd be really fun. Yeah, I mean it's inevitable now that with what just happened, you know, and what our original deal was. So, but you know, there's one, there's one, yeah. and then that's just off the top of my head. Who knows what we can come up with one more time? And yeah, because it starts tomorrow, Maxwell. So it does. You know, I don't know. If part of your evil plan was. You know, because it, it does not give me any joy and pleasure out of dropping Taysom Hill. In fact, it actually hurt <laughs> a little bit. Well, it was more the, – the evil plan was getting you to actually take the bet because no matter what happened, it, it was a negative thing for you at who you were taking when was who you were taking at the time. So. Because you were so sure that Utah was going to beat BYU. Well, I mean, I was, I was a solid 90% sure, yes, so I thought I was going to win. But even at the chance that I would lose, I would still come out the winner because I knew there was going to be nobody left on the wire that was going to make it worth it for you to even have all my waiver money at least for like three weeks until, you know, things get crazy. Yeah, we'll see. So. We'll yeah. see. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's anybody in the league that's hoping for some running back drama more than me. I think that's <laughs> just about everybody's backup running back. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I was I was pretty confident BOU was going to go 0-4, potentially 0-7. And, and so I was I was I was – Oh, seven? For, Are you kidding me? Hey, I, I, and IU didn't look too bad against Utah today. I think they, they would lose to Utah State, and supposedly Tulane is supposed to win their conference. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so they'd have to lose to Toledo? Oh, Toledo. That's what I'm thinking of. Toledo, yeah. Toledo's the one that's supposed to win their conference. 
it was the Toledo, South Florida, Boise. Heck, I want you to just keep going. You, BYU goes 0 and 8 against Utah <laughs> State, too. I mean, oh, there you go. Yeah, see? Just, just, why don't you just keep it like, just, okay, if, if they go 0 and 8, are they really going to beat Liberty? No, they're going to go undefeated the whole season. Just, just make that prediction, man. They don't win a whole game the whole season. <laughs> Well, I, I, they got the they got the cream puff at the end, so I, I never feel comfortable with that. Well, okay, if BYU goes zero and eight, well, they Liberty already came zero and eight. They just won. Liberty is not a cream puff anymore. <laughs> and I don't know who you're calling cream puff. I mean, I, I'm just who, I'm just really excited to hear you talk about how how great Liberty football is right now. Who did? Okay, who did Utah play? <laughs> you want to talk about cream puffs? And now you BYU plays them too. Who, does, who was that that they played today? Cal NIU. Yeah, Cal's like Cal quarterback just transferred there. That's who they played today. It, it was like who, who was it? Utah football. Northern Northern Illinois University. Is that the BYU plays them too? They played them last year. That's the team that BYU lost to last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to talk about cream puffs, might want to watch the work. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. I take it back. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that was the team they lost to last year, wasn't it? I think so. Well, Utah had to come back and beat them. So. Yeah, that, I th- yeah, that was. I think that was Zach Wilson's first game, or maybe it was Mangum's last game. It was one of the two. It was around that point. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Zach Wilson's first game though. Yeah, well, they're not bad. They're not bad. Like I said, Cal's Cal's backup QB or something like that. One of their, or the, I think he said that was the guy. Utah played last year was the quarterback for NIU now. So it's yeah. interesting exchange so who, that way. But. How is USC now that, you know, because they, they lost their starting quarterback. Are they any good? Well, now? I was watching them. I was watching them play Stanford just barely as I was waiting for you. And they went down and got a field goal. And then Stanford came down. I think they scored twice before USC moved the ball again. So not good, probably. <laughs> But you know, we'll yeah. see what happens. So, yeah, know. They'll, probably, they'll probably beat BYU next week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they still got some horses. You know, the the guys with like the five three or the four threes. So, see what happens. But we'll see. Though. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, <sighs> let's get into it. Now we've got fifty minutes right here. It's week one, Joe. I guess why I cut you off. Is there anything you want to say to the league? Before we 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 move forward right here, uh, let's see. What do I want to say to the league? Uh, I mean, it's I I I kind of agree with what you know we've been talking about on the podcast about you know it's uh it's uh, you know it's been a bit of a slow off season, haven't traded as much, but you know I I, I do feel like I mean it, it, the 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 season I mean it's it's on. You know I I hope everyone else has kind of felt that switch too. It's uh, it's fun to start seeing football again, games, all that good stuff. So, yeah, let's have a nice, good, yeah. clean year. Richens, <laughs> take it easy on everybody. I mean, a lot of people just haven't <laughs> figured it out yet. I don't know why. I don't know how. Just take it easy, man. <laughs> you know you have. Yeah. You know you have like the all stars over there, but you know. <laughs> it's pretty. He's pretty proud of his team already. So, but he also got the Yahoo curse. So, he's uh, he's 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 got quite the quite the lineup that Yahoo really loves. But 
Yeah. 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 Well, well he did get technically three first round picks. So, you know, what can you do? But no, that's, there's anything I got to say. I mean, I'm excited for, for the, the games to start. I uh, hope everyone yeah. else is too. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just dive in right here. I'm on my phone. So my, my data and analytics is, is going to be as impressive this time. So we'll just start with me, me and Josh. Actually, let me look around really quick for one game in particular. No, no, it'll work out. Yeah, we'll, we'll start with me and Josh. Me and, me and Josh. So, me and Josh. Joe, I'll leave, I'll leave this one open to you right here since I am involved in this one, obviously. What is your, what is your pick? Oh, you and Josh. Me and let me Josh. Look at, let me, I got to look at you and Josh real fast here. There you are. Okay, so I didn't even make my picks this week. See, people, I, I saw the, the Facebook post about questions. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, we'll, we'll bring that up later, yeah. I, I didn't, I forgot to make my picks this week, too, so. so well, yeah, I remembered, I remembered to do it as I was about to leave work, thinking the game started at 510, when it actually started at 610. So I'm sitting there waiting to, like, clock out and lock up all the doors, need something to do, and I was like, oh, yeah, I got to make picks. So that's when I remembered, right before the game started, so. I gotta like set a reminder on my phone or something, cause yeah, I I completely yeah. forgot until actually today. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you and Josh, you and Josh. Um. Just looking at the rosters, I think uh, I'm gonna have to go with Josh on this one. Now, I think, I I think it's gonna come down to Lamar Jackson, just cause. I mean, I, I, I'm predicting some huge games from this year, but he's going to have a lot of duds, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's going to stop over Rivers in Miami, though. Yeah. That is a good point. He's, Josh has got a pretty solid team, though. I like, uh, I like those linebackers. Then again, you got some pretty solid linebackers, too. He's got, uh, he's got the poster child, you know, everybody's favorite. Guy to love, Vander Esch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Josh on this one. Huh? you know, I see how it is. I see how it is. I told Josh that he's my mortal enemy for the next 48 hours. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, just as I was looking at it all week, I was like, um, so what, what am I afraid of on Josh? Well, I think we're pretty, pretty much like, like sixes more or less. I mean, Yahoo thinks so too. You know, we're pretty close to each other projector-wise. At least we were um, before Roquan didn't do very well. Um, but yeah, I, as, uh, as I just looked down the list, you know, it just feels like it could go either way. You know, depending on on what happens. You know I've what? Got, I'm actually going to off of my running back. I'm actually going to reverse this. The more I look at this, as I stare at it, I don't know. I, I think Yahoo's inflating Josh's numbers. I don't. I don't like Austin Eckler in this matchup. Uh, I really don't like Sony Michelle in this matchup. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna reverse on this one. The more the more I stare at your team, I think uh, I think you'll eke out a win this one. It will it will be close, but I think you will eke out the win. Nice, right. nice. Right. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. So, but yeah, I mean, he's got there's plenty of question marks on his team. I got Le'Veon Bell. You know, he's a big question mark. I got I got Devin Bush. He's a big question mark. Josh has got the more traditional pieces, but I mean Eckler, he's like you just said, he's a big question mark. Lamar Jackson's a question mark. 
Michelle. Yeah. So, you know, lots of, lots of hit and miss. We'll see. We'll see what happens with this one. I'm picking myself this time with confidence. Last year, I picked myself with, without a lot of confidence most of the time in it. It showed. I'll, so. I'll, I'll pick you in this one, but not with much confidence. As you can tell. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, anyway, moving on right here. I got to always remember whose name is what. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of last people to pay right here. So, Jason and Preston, Yahoo projects this is going to be a pretty low scoring one. Not that Yahoo's projections matter at all. Um, but yeah, pretty interesting one. Trubisky sucked. Probably a big part of why Preston's, Preston's team is down, but he had Cohen, who at least was very involved. You know, Jason's already got Aaron Jones, who also sucked yesterday. You know, the dramatic Eric Jones, or Aaron Jones, the guy he gave up a third round pick for. So, you know, it's early, but that already appears to have not worked out, unfortunately. And yeah, going from there. So, um, just as I look up and down, who are the key pieces right here? Fournette, I don't know about Fournette versus Kansas City. How like went to be the difference in this one. I'm going to go with Jason. What are your thoughts on this one? I'm actually going to go with Preston. You know, uh, I, I I think this uh, Cohen versus Aaron Aaron Jones line is just very uh, uh, symbolic of what I think is going to go down. You know, I see 39 <laughs> yards versus 49 yards. But but the key here is Jason. If you didn't learn last year, this is a PPR league. You can't count that out, which is why yeah. Cohen doubled you up, even though the, <laughs> their yards were about the same. Yeah. So, yeah. because I think Fournette is a better PPR bet against Connor, you know, Kittle, and he's, he's going to own those PPR points against McDonald. I mean, really, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and uh, pretend like I gave us a whole lot more thought than that. But I do think uh, <laughs> Preston will eke out the win here. Yeah. Despite, despite the dud from Trubinsky. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that, that should be good for, for Preston's confidence. If you remember last year, Preston was one of the better teams to start the year and then just absolutely tanked to finish out the season near the bottom. So I think it was like 4-0 or 5-0 and and then didn't win again. Yeah, I think he's technically on a losing streak, actually. I don't know how, how far it goes, but because I don't oh, remember yeah. how the playoffs worked out. But, yeah, he definitely tanked out of the season. So. Oh, yeah. 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 So, anyway, so there you go. That's that one. Moving on right here. All right, Jay, the asterisk versus Devin right here, reigning champion versus one of the guys who Jay upset on his way to the championship, I believe so. Yeah, I think Devin was one of the ones. I think it'd be Devin Strum and you, right? Was that what it was? Well, I don't think so. I can't remember who knocked me out last year, though. It may have been okay, Jay. Well, Devin, Devin, yeah, Devin was in the final. De- or Devin was the one to be in the final. He beat Strom to beat Devin. Yeah. So, and both times, it looked like he was going to get destroyed. So, yeah, grudge match right here. Total grudge match. We, we won. Coming back. Um, already, Devin off to a slow start. Where was it? Oh, yeah, David Montgomery. Mr. I'm only going to play 30% of the, the snaps despite all the hype around me, so that was unfortunate for Devin. Um, and then, yeah, Jay's team is Jay's team. We'll see if Tyler Lockett is on his team tomorrow, given what we said on the podcast. So I guess we'll see by who listens to the podcast and how many offers Jay gets right here. <clears throat> but um, kind of an interesting one. I mean, Jay got Baker Mayfield pretty early and so, or for uh, red shirt, so that was nice. It helps him out a little bit. And I have no faith in Jameis. So, I don't know. I, I'm going to go with Jay with this one just for the, the quarterback difference since there's a tons of brown hype anyway. And what are your thoughts on this one? Um, 
I'm going to have to go with Jason on this one. I think one oh, I'm key matchup. He's got Mike Evans, too. Yeah. I, I, you know, one key matchup that I think is going to go swing hard, you know, just as I look at these guys, you know, side to side. Kirksey, I think he's going to potentially score double the points as Whitehead. Um, I mean, that's that's a big mismatch right there. Uh, I mean, a lot of these other guys are, you know, pretty uh, – could go either way. Now, he's got also got Zeke versus Sanders as well, but, you know, maybe you can hope that Zeke is a little rusty coming out the gate, sitting out the first uh, – you know, basically the whole offseason. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, – I'm going to have to go with Jay on this one. Yeah, and I said you've got the, the cross connection right here where um, Jay's got Mike Evans to Devin's James Winston. But then as I look closer, Zoda or I mean just not used to it. Devin has Odo Beckham Jr. to to Jay's Baker Mayfield. So we got a double cross. I, I don't ever remember that happening where we have the elite wide receiver QB crossover like that. You know? So yeah. QB interesting. <laughs> but but yeah, I agree with you. I mean, we'll see. I've got high hopes for Dalvin Cook as always. So I think Dalvin Cook is going to outscore both Zeke and the five points from David Montgomery. And then Sanders is extra good. So we'll see what happens that way. But anyway, yeah, I'm going to go with Jay on that one as well. There's a dog that's been following me. If you can hear that for like three blocks, and it's kind of freaking me out a little bit. All right, so moving on right here. We got Richards and Strom. And just out of a mortal obligation, even before looking to need rosters, this is my least favorite matchup of the week. Right here. Um, you know, obviously, Strom sucks the fantasy, and he and I have beefed on and off for years now. You know, not quite Joe the Madden level, but definitely, definitely I would consider him my, my current rival. And then Richards, obviously, is the worst person who plays fantasy alive. And so, so yeah, I don't, really, I don't really want to pick either of them, but just because I know what will piss them both off the most, I'm going to pick Strom. So, so yeah, that's, that's my decision. So... Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it to you for the, the hard-hitting analysis. I don't know. It's, it's really tough to pick against Richens. I mean, I, I agree with you. I don't want to pick either one of them, but it's tough to pick against, <laughs> pick against Richens. Yeah. John does have some you know, key matchups that'll swing his way. I mean, Barkley, I mean, that guy's capable of just going off huge. Uh, I think if either Prescott or Ryan has a huge game, I think Prescott Dak is the guy that's more likely to have a, you know, to blow up. So that you know, could go in Strom's favor. But I do think at the end of the day, you know, I mean, Richard, he's got just a bunch of studs at running back, studs at linebacker, two most critical positions in this league. He's going to win. Nice. I'm muting you because of all these this dog fight on Cosby with my newfound friend over here. But, but yeah, you know what, Richens, I don't even want to give you the, the benefit of, of talking about how good your team is. I already said you got the three first-round picks. It's, it's implied your team is good from that point. And, yeah, strong, you suck at fantasy, but I really hope you win. So <laughs> that's, that's how I feel about this one. All right, so moving on right here. Um, take close to home for you right here. Speaking of rivals, um, Brad versus Terry. Brad, who is currently – somewhere over the Atlantic Ocean, flying to England right now. And then Terry, who knows what Terry's doing, but Terry's probably doing something relatively exciting. We'll just assume that, just for the sake of entertainment. And so, and yeah, look down right here, Drew Brees, Cam Newton, that sounds like Terry's quarterback. And then Stephon Diggs might not even play, you know, but if Brad's in the air and Stephon Diggs gets 
gets pulled on week one, you know, might not even have a chance to swap him out right here. I don't know how long his fight is. But, but yeah, as I look down, I mean, Terry's still kind of – I remember this, this draft, you know, Terry did show up and, and hung out for a little bit in the hangout, which was very low attendance now that I'm thinking about it. Just going to throw that out there one more time. Um, but, yeah, Terry was there, and most people in the hangout thought Terry had a very good draft. I'm going to go Terry on this one. What is your, what is your pick? I'm going to go Terry on this one, too. Uh, I do think it'll be close. I don't really, I, I'm just, I, I, again, like, like I said, I'm, I'm looking for mismatches, and I don't see a whole lot of mismatches where one guy just clearly wiped the floor with the other guy at that position. Uh, I, I do think they're pretty pretty even here. Um, I'd say probably the biggest mismatch I see is on the defensive line, but, you know, that's the lowest scoring position in our league, so it won't make that big of a difference. Uh, I do think... You know, Brad has, I think, uh, maybe a little more steady guys. I think Terry has guys that I think are more likely to be boom or bust, and I think that'll help him eke out a win than this one. But it'll be close. I'm not confident about this one. Yeah, 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 I think it'll be close, too, you know, within three points as it stands right now. But, yeah, I was going to say I didn't think Alan Robinson would be very good, especially for how bad Trubisky was, but. But Allen Robinson had a pretty good day, you know, so kind of helps out a little bit. He was one of the guys that really dropped in the draft, and so that works out for Brad. But then at the same time, Trevathan and that Bears defense, I guess it's kind of one of those things where everybody is so good that there's not one standout person on that because the Bears defense was very good, but they didn't really have anybody that really, like, dominated fantasy-wise, you know, because, yeah, the rope one didn't do super well for me. You know, Go ahead. I, I think Tara win. But, man, I really hope Brad wins. <laughs> not, not because I'd love to root against Terry, but also, man, Terry, he's, he's got a lot of guys on his team that I just don't like. I mean, Cam. I got history with Cam. Yeah. Joe Mixon. Yeah. I got history with Joe Mixon. Duke Johnson. Well, I mean, it's not Duke Johnson's fault that Lamar Miller got injured, but I'm still bitter about it. And Duke Johnson's the guy that's going to get the brunt of that. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So, moving on. Two, two matchups left. We got Nathan and Jace. So, I already kind of talked about Jace quite a bit, you know, but Anthony, or Anthony, Antonio Brown is going to play this week. Jace has his auto-draft defense still in there. I'm going all Nathan on this one. This is basically a buy for, for Nathan. I don't know if you have anything that you want to say about this. No, I, I agree. Jace... You know how to play defense. You got to put your guys in there. And uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson. That that New Orleans matchup. That thing's gonna be a shootout. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know it is it is what it is. But anyway, moving on right here. That brings us to the game of the week. Right here, here with you and, and Maxwell. You know the the original original you know players right here. You you two and Brad are the only ones left. And yeah, you already had Rod, or Maxwell already had Rogers play. Did not do well, um, but at the same time you had Adam. So the feeling the the, the feeling was mutual. 
And, yeah. you know, just as I look at it, you know, I don't think your team is very good, but you do have one individual by the name of Mr. Mahomes who is very, very good, and I could probably swing it quite a bit. So I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts on this? I personally, I'm going to go with Maxwell just because I do think his team is more well, well-rounded than yours. I mean, your running backs are, are, like, absolutely terrible, you know, which has been something from the draft. You know, let's we'll just kind of leave it at that. And I think Maxwell's team is good. So what are you, how do you feel about this one? Oh, my hopes and dreams all rest on Pat Mahomes. I mean, <laughs> I think uh, LaShawn McCoy, he could score me like one point. He could score me like, you know, 12. I mean, <laughs> it's, I, don't, I have no idea what to expect from him. Um, yeah, if I win this week, it's because Pat Mahomes got me like 35 points. So, nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of how I feel, too. I mean, Maxwell still has some question marks, but he's got a pretty well – he doesn't have, like, a standout person on his team. Well, Gurley, I guess. But he's got a lot of guys who are going to get a lot of touches and everything that way. So Now, let me we'll ask you, is it, is it a conflict of interest if Maxwell doesn't pay me and I retroactively take Rodgers out of his lineup <laughs> and put Taysom Hill in? Is that a conflict of interest? Uh, you know what? I, I did. I did make that proposal, not not realizing that you played Maxwell this week, which does make it kind of funny. But I mean, I guess I guess it depends. It would be very very ironic if that ended up being the difference maker. You know, now that he's already had Aaron Rodgers play, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe. Yeah, if that's close, that'll be that'll be funny. We may have to leave that to the listeners of the podcast. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know, Maxwell. I, may, I might do it if it's close. If I need the win. <laughs> yeah, win. so you got clock's ticking, Maxwell. Clock is ticking. I guess come Sunday night, I guess maybe we'll have us a good podcast by now. And, don't tempt your fate. So, anyway, all right. Let's do some, let's do some Q&A right here as we're going through. Um, all right. Uh, I'm, me, me. I'm assuming these are all, all for you. So, so, Joe, in your expert opinion. Who is your least favorite person to trade with? My least favorite person to trade with. Uh, my, my gut instinct is Tyler Richin, but uh, you know Tyler, he did do me a solid in uh, returning me blocks, so I can't answer him this time. Uh, <laughs> oh, I totally forgot that happened already too. Yeah. I, I I will admit, I mean, this league is way 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 more fun when I have JJ on my team. I I couldn't overpay for him. But man, I was not looking forward to a, a year without him. But fortunately, thank you, Rich, Richens. You didn't have to make me do that. So, yeah. other guys that are not fun to trade with. Terry is not fun to trade with. In fact, I'll just admit, I've straight up given up. Because Terry, I, 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 there was one time, it was a year ago, and there was a trade. It was just so obvious that it would just be a great trade for both of us. And he kept asking for more and more and more. I kept I kept seeding ground until at the very point I'm like I, I can't see you because it's not going to benefit me anymore. I've already given up way too much. And he told me flat out, Joe, I will not trade with you unless I know with, beyond a shadow of a doubt that I am winning the trade. And I was at that point, that I'm like, okay, I'm done. No more. <sighs> so yes, I, my yeah. question is Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Terry, I mean, I, I think I've fallen into the category where I... Actually, I think I've got a couple of trades with Terry before. But, yeah, he's not one that I 
expect to get a lot of back and forth in with. So normally if it's like, hey, here's like a knockdown trade for you, I don't expect a yes. So, and I then I normally don't do a lot of those trades anyway. Oh, so. He's another guy that's not, I mean, retroactively, it's not fun to trade with him. But it's like the Seahawks. He just always, he, he, he takes your stuff and, Huh. You know, yeah. Retroactively, it's like, why did I do that? Huh. Yeah, yeah, like it's me. No. Right. Anyway, moving on. Moving on right here. Um, let's see. I, thought, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I hear the owners of the. I'm genuinely concerned about this dog. He's not following me as I round home out into the orchard from where I live, but I feel like I can hear somebody yelling for the dog. Which I'm hoping the dog can hear. Anyway, uh, moving on. So, also Tom Carter, who has the tightest cash in the league? I don't know how you feel about this. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> from question from Strom, who has the tiniest calves in this league? The tiniest calves in the league. I don't. I, <laughs> the tiniest calves. Uh, I don't even know how to answer this. It's, I mean, it's definitely not me. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, Strom. Strom has the tiniest calves in the league. There. <laughs> yes, that that is a great answer. So, so, yeah. Anyway, moving on right here. Next question. Um, huh, this is from Jay. Oh, actually, no, wait. This is a throwback to the last podcast. Um, which, pod, which politician could beat you up, and why is the answer AOC? <laughs> I don't know if I could take AOC or not. I mean, that one's, that one's a toss-up. Uh, Cory Booker, I think he could I, – I, I, I wouldn't want to take him. Uh, he looks like he's ready to fight. You know, every time you look at him, he looks like he's ready to fight. Um. I don't know who beyond that. I, I mean, I don't think when I look at politicians, I don't think I could take him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I always just assume, unless they're like war veterans, and most of them are soft. So, as far as I, I think of like poli sci majors, which politician could I beat up? I could take Bernie. Uh, <laughs> I think I could take Trump. I think I could. I mean, yeah. Now, granted, old. Trump, he definitely has a weight advantage on me. He's old, uh, but he—I mean—he's a big dude. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Then here's these two. Well, I guess one we already kind of answered with Devin. They pick them. Apparently, most people forgot about it. So this one's kind of a a gimme for the, like the four of us that participated, I guess. And then um, Jay's question about the weight loss money, which should probably be clarified before Tuesday. You know, Jay hasn't got his money for winning the weight loss challenge. Oh, yeah. Which is your job. So. It's coming, Jay. It's coming. <laughs> so, yeah, and there's that. So, I guess I guess that leaves us. So, any, any final thoughts or words as we now wrap it up? Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Someone should... Trade me Antonio Brown now that he's on the Patriots. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, not if you're going to make me overpay for it. I guess we already talked about this. Because, yeah, I don't think uh, Patriots spread the ball offense. He's not going to return second-round value. Sorry, Jace, he's not. 
But I'll still yeah. take. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a nice guy to have, you know. Yeah, I really wish you would have said yes to the Paul Richardson offer, you know, which I sure made me feel like a million bucks right about now. But but yeah, right, he Chase, did, Chase, you know, for as long as Chase, my trade huh. for you. I'm gonna I'll trade you Alshon. Alshon. This deal expires <laughs> in an hour, so Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So the offers are, I'm sure you're going to get a whole bunch of them over the next couple of days. So. <laughs> Probably so. Uh, no, it's, it's, uh, I'm excited. Like I said at the beginning, I'm excited. It's, uh, it's football season. Love football. It was a long off season. Too quiet of an off season, but I'm excited. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. So, but yeah, I guess we'll leave it at that. So, anyway, I have no. No final thoughts or words or anything. So, I guess. Ow. Good luck to everybody. I hope everybody loses in some roundabout way, except for me. You know, and we'll, we'll Good luck to everybody, except for. You know, good luck to none of you guys. Good luck to me. I'm the only one <laughs> yeah. that I wish luck upon. I wish horrible luck. I wish. I wish every. I'm going to beat Maxwell this week, and all the rest of you guys can get ties. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. pretty much. Have we ever had a tie in this league? Um, yeah. Yeah. I remember ties. I think last year I had a tie. We had a tie last year? We've had a Preston tie to somebody. I remember. It was, it was, uh, yeah, there's somewhere in the record, record books we've had a tie. And it did mess up the playoffs. So I think we have had at least one tie. But I think it was before we had individual defensive players. So maybe it wasn't with Preston. Because we didn't have return yards and we didn't have yards, basically all the little little numbers that get thrown in there that they shake things up didn't didn't impact it and yeah we had a tie so yeah yeah at some point we did have one so so yeah maybe we'll just have ties across the board and only one one winner this week for whoever whoever gets it so anyway I just leave it at that and yeah hopefully everybody gets listened to this in the morning Especially Maxwell, since he owes the league money, I'll go from there. So, so yeah. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Lesson number one: overcome every fear of regret and confusion. It's all an illusion, delusion, sent to disconnect the holy fusion of the spirit and the flesh. Every mortal breath's meant to bring forth fire, but.